Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Talk MasterCard and their latest report about holiday spending. It is shocking and we need to dig in. Number two, we need to talk about LA County and the mistakes they are making that are going to hurt, crush tenants long-term. We need to talk about a new term, or at least a new term to me, called rent vesters. That is all one word. We need to talk about China and how China's reaction to COVID hurt, helped the global economy, U.S., and so on. And then finally, we are going to close with 12 housing market predictions for 2023. I promise you, many of these will shock you. So let's get into it first. Whoa, almost tripped. MasterCard. MasterCard just came out with a report that talked about the holiday shopping season. Haven't you heard that the consumer is out of money? I have heard that as well. But folks, MasterCard just yesterday said retail sales grew 7.6% for holiday season. Folks, I believe Q4 GDP is going to be positive. Uh, Q3 was obviously revised to 3.2%. So we are ending the year with a bang. Again, retail sales are important because that is consumer driven. If the consumer is scared, nervous, they don't do things like this. Now, you can always look at that as glass half full and say, hey, Michael, they're charging their holiday season. Well, it's hard to understand who is charging, paying off, and whatnot. But yes, credit card balances are going up. Cash balances are going down. But again, retail sales, what MasterCard reported, up 7.6%. I certainly was not expecting that. Number two, let's talk about LA County and the mistake that they are making, continue to make, and may make much, much worse. Folks, if you don't know, LA County, to my knowledge, was one of the last counties to still have, wait for it, an eviction moratorium. Yes, folks, the same eviction moratorium that was declared unconstitutional is still enacted in LA County. It was originally supposed to expire on December 31st. It has now been extended to January 31st. And of course, LA County is extending this possibly to June 30th of next year. Why is it a mistake? Why will tenants get hurt? Well, I believe what will happen when we look back a year, when we look back two years, the quantity of mom and pop landlords, units available for rent are going to crash. I talked to many folks who invest in LA County. Some of them are being hurt by these eviction moratoriums. 
all of them are saying, once this is over, we are selling. LA County leadership, I know you think you are helping, but without helping the mom and pop landlords, you are going to create a horrible tragedy of unavailable units and quantity going down. Now, if your goal is to create more homes for sale, congratulations, that will happen. But yes, I believe what we will see in LA County within a year, it won't take long. Within 12 months of the eviction moratorium finally being over, you are going to see more tenants get kicked out. You are going to see more former rentals for sale and it is going to be bad. And LA County leaders, you did it to yourself. Number three, rent vesters. I don't know if you've heard this term. I certainly have not. This apparently is when folks choose to buy a rental property before they buy a primary residence. Maybe they live in an expensive part of the world like New York or California or Orange County or wherever. And they, what they decide to do is go get a rental, perhaps out of state, out of area, and continue to rent where they are. According to the article that I read, 43% of young adults, young adults in this case, under 40, I'm not sure when that became young adults, but hey, not my article. 43% of young adults under 40 are considering buying a rental before they buy a primary residence. Rent vesters. This is something, obviously, I think I have heard Grant Cardone talk about over the years, right? Rent where you live, own others. So it makes sense. But yes, I was a little shocked. 43% are looking to become landlords before they own their primary home. I will, again, once highlight that house hacking. If it is something you are comfortable doing, like Todd Baldwin or Spencer Cornelia with roommates or units, like the Lumberjack Landlord or Dion or Anna or all the amazing folks we talked to on this channel. That could be a combination of both. And hey, if you throw in a 203K loan to buy it, even better. But again, I thought that was pretty interesting. Let's talk about China. China is going, to, uh, is going through some stuff right now. I think there's a couple of things that we just don't know. We can guess. We can pontificate, but I, I think there's a few things that we need to realize. First, I believe after traveling all over the world for 20 years, that generally speaking, people act the same way. Why is that important? Well, if you go back to and understand our history in the United States, when the COVID lockdowns finally ended and we had enough and we just said, screw it, we're, get, we're gonna go live our lives, Lots of us went out and did a lot of services. Remember travel and eating out and all of these things, right? We bought enough cardboard boxes. We had stuff shipped to our home. We wanted out. I believe we will see something very similar in China. Second, it really does look like China may going, be going into a recession. We have talked for a year or two about their leaders making very unfortunate decisions. And now I believe it is time to pay. But you and I will never know. China will not report a negative GDP number, my belief. So what you and I should watch as a proxy is oil. 
you and I should watch the price of oil. If the price of oil, which last time I checked is around $80, falls, that is a sign that China is struggling. If oil spikes for no other exogenous reasons, it could mean that China is doing better than maybe we expected. So again, I think China is a wild card uh, for 2023. Could it go into a recession? Could it be worse? We shall see. I think oil, oil is the thing that I will be watching on the world or global stage to see how China is performing. I think Europe's in a recession. I think the U.S. will have a rolling recession. If you don't know what a rolling recession is, I talked about it with Taylor, the 10-year Wall Street bet yesterday. Check that out. Also yesterday, I did a video on Tesla uh, and talked about Tesla going to 60 bucks. I thought that was pretty interesting. Shout out to the channel Chicken Genius, uh, someone who is a Tesla bull. Uh, they did some pretty decent analysis and think that $60 is the new Tesla price target. All right. Now for 12 housing market or real estate predictions in 2023. One, days on market will go up 150%. Last time I remember, days on market went from 18 to 24. This, of course, is reported by NAR, National Associations of Realtors. So up 150%, what does that mean? Well, it's going to go from 24 days to 60 days. Days on market up to 60 days in 2023. Two, transactions will bottom plus or minus five or yeah, plus or minus around 3.9 million. We are almost at the bottom. December could be the bottom or January could be the bottom, but we are near the bottom for existing home sales. And just because I like to have fun, I believe we will end next year, again, next December at 4.3 million sales. So yes, I understand that winter is generally slow, but I believe what is going to happen is it's going to be slow heading into 2023, as you will see in a next or soon to be uh, discussion about rates. I believe rates are lower at the end of the year than they will be at the beginning of the year. So that's what I think. March 15th, you have heard me talk about March 15th being the end of phase two of this housing crash. It is almost here. We are, we are halfway through. We are almost there. I believe March 15th spring selling season is going to land like a thud. What does a thud mean in this context? Well, we are not going to get the wave of supply that might be possible. We won't get the wave of demand that is possible. In fact, we will stay right around the 4 million transaction level. Again, inventory. We had a conversation with Lance Lambert. He posted an article in fortune.com where we talked about inventory. Inventory is the uh, item that is often not understood by the wannabe economists of the world. 30-year mortgage will average under 6%. I believe the low watermark for the 30-year mortgage, again, owner rock, 20%, best credit, you know the deal, will be 5.65% in 2023. That will be the uh, low mark of the year. Next, office buildings. 
office buildings will suffer the most. We will see trophy properties go back to the bank. I believe the pain in San Francisco office market is going to be something books are written about. It is going to be a bloodbath, as is many other tech-heavy office markets. It is going to be rough. San Francisco, again, on the list. San Francisco is going to see a massive building go back to the bank. If you are in the San Francisco office market and have a, a way to revitalize or reuse, your time is coming. L.A. County. L.A. County, because of your eviction moratorium, I believe you are going to lose up to 40% of mom and pop investors. You are going to lose up to 40% of mom and pop investors. Those units will be gone. You are going to have a rental nightmare that you created. Rents. I believe the average rent for the country in apartments will fall 5%. Yes, there will be some areas where apartments are up. But again, nationally speaking, apartment rents will fall 5%. Single family homes, flat. I believe single family homes will be flat. I buyer markets, you know them, Phoenix, Vegas, Sacramento. I buyer markets will lose 25% of value peak to trough and then bounce back 10% by December. So I think we peaked in June of 2022. I believe we will bottom sometime around March. This is very, very much I buyer markets. There's like 10 of them in the country. They're going to go down 25% peak to trough. They are going to hit some bottom and then they will be up 10%. Because the thing about I buyers is once they're sold out, they're sold out, right? I buyers become I sellers. They go bankrupt. They no longer exist. And then we have a normal market in these distorted markets. Crash bros, get ready for another story. They are once again going to tell you, hey, sorry, I need six more months because of this or that reason. We are not getting the 20% crash or more that these folks have been calling for for a better part of a decade. I will admit, I am very, very interested to see what their next story will be. My guess is unemployment. That's my guess, unemployment. We will see. John Burns. John Burns, somebody I respect, I follow, I admire. Amazing stuff. He and I disagree. And we're going to see next year who's right. I like it. I like it. You can all hold me accountable. John Burns currently today is saying that the market is going to go down 20 to 22%. I clearly don't believe that. So what I'm calling here in this example is by May 1st, I'm putting a date on it. By May 1st, John Burns will reevaluate his decision and say, oops, we were too negative. Maybe it's not 20%. It'll be 10%. We are seeing more and more analysts get super negative. And when that trend happens, we have regression to the mean. So again, I'm putting a date on it. By May 1st, John Burns will come back and say, oops, 
sorry, we didn't mean 20 or 22%. And the final one, year-on-year -year prices. This is something that I've been calling all year, and I believe I will be right. 2022, Case-Shiller, FHFA, we will not have a single month that is negative year-on-year. -year. Here is a surprise twist for you. I believe in 2023, the national housing market, as reported by Case Schiller or FHFA or NAR, whatever one you want to look at, I believe there might be three or four months where the nation has a negative number. I suspect it will be April, May, June, and July. It could move around a little bit but it will end the year higher. What does that mean? So for example, we will get the December median home price in about 60 days. Let's just make up a number. Let's say the December 22 median home price is 375 grand. What I'm trying to tell you today is during the year of 2023, we will have four negative month on months, but at the end of next year, Prices will be up from 375. I see us heading into the year slow. I see rates falling. I see us coming out of a recession, this rolling recession that I think we are in. And I believe we build from there. So that's what I think. Yes, folks, I do believe we get a couple up to four months of negative national year on year numbers. But I do believe by the end of next year, December 22 compared to December 23. We have a positive number. So folks, that's what I got for you. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment. And as you can see up here, I've changed the count. We are now counting backwards. We are 9,145 subscribers away from a party in Vegas. If you wanna be a part of the party in Vegas or just help us get us there faster, like, subscribe, comment. Ask your friends to subscribe. Help me out. We wanna get to 50,000. We are 9,145 away. Have a wonderful day. Bye.